0: Hey, good people. Welcome back to Driven in Purpose. I am your host, Alice M. Robinson. So giving you a quick Q&A for those that are just watching Driven in Purpose for the first time, this podcast is about meeting people all over the world. Um, In this podcast, people are sharing their stories of how they reach their purpose in God and how they're driven in it. And you're even gonna meet someone, some of those that are still trying to find their drive. Here, you're gonna give sound wisdom on how to find your purpose and how to be driven in it. So I have an awesome guest with me on tonight. Y'all, I've been trying to get her on here forever. And that is (laughs) none other than my amazing, and I can tell you, I have on one hand, best friends. And we have many acquaintances, t- acquaintances, but not many best friends. And I can truly say this is my best friend, my sister, Darina. Sam's all the way from Chicago, Illinois.
1: Hey, hey, hey! How y'all doing?
0: This is my, this is my, this is my Ace Coom. This is my touchstone. I call her my touchstone. <laughs> when I my wanna... sister from another mother. <laughs> she is. She is, she is my ace I literally talk to her every day. If there's a day, I don't think we try to miss too many days. If I don't call her, she calls me. I can tell you through the week we're going to talk. Um, and I call her on my way to work on my way home. She is my, my true best friend. And so I start off every podcast with a question to every guest, um, that comes on driven and purpose and when you, and I just seen her face expression. When you hear the word "driven in purpose," what does that mean to you? What how does that affect you when you hear the word "driven in purpose"?
1: That means um, to me, I think about walking in your assignment, whatever assignment that's on your life. Um, and we all have a different journey. That's true, um, but. When you know and you tap into what God has called you to do, uh, when you have tapped into your talents and your giftings, then you are walking in your purpose, um, and being driven. It's like an acceleration, because mm-hmm. when you're driving, even when you drive, even when you're driving and you're going the slowest you can go you're still moving forward. I mean, well, Mm -hmm. there's still movement. So I think about movement in God, movement in what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. You You know, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Um, It doesn't matter how fast you're going just as long as you're moving. And I think sometimes we get a misunderstanding that it's a fast pace. It's not about... The race is just about
1: getting in it and running that's it, right. and so that that's that not like... given to the swift or the strong, but the one that endure. So I and mean, you know, anyone who has ever ran any type of track, you know, you can only keep up that pace for so long. Yeah, but it you is gotta keep going. It's, it's like about... a relay.
0: It's like yep. a it's like long distance running.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: you're running a five k or a ten k, you know, you can't start off sprinting the whole thing because you're not going to make it. They tell you to pace yourself. Even in ministry, that's something that you have to do because we can burn out. And people, I know those that are watching may feel like, oh, you can burn out in ministry. You can get burned out in ministries. And those that are watching this podcast now are going to watch it later. Y'all y'all, send a message. Those that agree, you can burn out. You have to pace yourself in ministry and you can get burned out from ministry. Just over, always take a break. I Tell people to take a pause moment,
1: right? Right, pause for a minute, and, I, and, I, and, I and I that's saying, what the Holy Spirit Jesus. comes in. That's what the Holy Spirit comes in to help you prioritize things yeah. that you're supposed to be doing, exactly.
0: Because you tell me all the time, I'm taking a <laughs> mental health day.
1: I'm <laughs> telling my secrets on the end now, don't tell my on the end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we as believers, we need to take a minute, take a pause and stretch a little bit, and enjoy life a little bit, because God, and we talk about that, he wants us to laugh also. Ministry is should never be a, a weight, and it causes you grief, or it causes you like sadness, because that's not mm-hmm. what ministry, and that's sure not being driven in purpose. When you're driven in purpose, it's, it's this overwhelming, now this is how I see it, it's an overwhelming push. It's an overwhelming. I have to get this done. I know that God is 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 giving me a charge and I got to do it. So like you said, it's just plying your foot to the gas. It don't matter how fast you're going. Just go. Don't sit right. there in neutral and just right. idling. You're never going to get I did. You know, that's like, um, you know what? I will tell you, put your car in neutral. And let God. I just had a click. It just clicked in my spirit. Put your car in neutral, and let God. You know how when you go into a car wash and they tell you mm-hmm. to put your car in neutral and it takes over and it rolls you through. Well, put your car in neutral and let God take you, take you on it on the path that you need to go. So so tonight. um So this podcast about is about. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for real. So um, y'all pray for me (laughs) (laughs) because you know what, being driven in purpose, (laughs) there is to be whole in it. It's not just spiritual, but it's natural also, Um, Mm -hmm. it comes together and it makes a complete whole. And I know that everybody's heard me talk about the spiritual aspects of it and how it looks, but how does it look for you in the other side of it? And so we have um, some things in common. So both of us are single. Um, I was married, was single, married, and then single again. I'm a widow. Um, and my best friend, Darina, here has never had an opportunity to be married. And so we're going to talk about <laughs> being single and say, but let's talk about it for real. Oh, that's because hard. <laughs> <laughs> because we make it seem like, and and this is this is about. Um, now, y'all listen. This is still about being driven and purpose, because there's obstacles that come as being single people. And I'm not gonna say single women because I'm sure there's some men, and I know are. Um, we don't all face the same thing when we're men and women, but it's still about being driven and purpose because there's things that come. Um, in our life as single women. And I'm sure as married women too, because I was married that can keep you from your purpose in God, that can be a distraction. Um, and sometimes it's us and sometimes it's the enemy. And then knowing <laughs> the difference between the two. So we're going to talk about that today tonight because me and Doreena, and this is why I, I want um, and we're kind of the, she's kind of my testing ground for this one. Because eventually I'm hoping we, we will come back and then we'll have her on, but we'll have a, several other women uh, with us in this uh, particular panel about um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for real. So. Um, tell us a little bit before we go there, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, those that are watching are going to listen. Tell us about what do you do for a living? And I know I'm not going to go through the whole thing because I know you. I won't say occupations, but you did one thing and then you went and did something else. So share just a little bit of what you do.
1: Well, um, on the income part, uh, I am an administrative assistant as of right now. I used to be a prevention specialist or director of prevention programming where I would go into the school settings and I would implement curriculum dealing with goal setting, um, conflict resolution, uh, conf- uh, conflict management, alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs, and how to deal with peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And I've done that pretty much all of my working career. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, uh oh, hang on, I just heard something. There was a shift. And it, it wasn't something that I wanted. It was something that was forced upon me. And I say that because I don't know if anyone any know, knows anything about governmental grants, right? Normally, when people get grants and you are doing well with your reviews with the grants, you keep grants until they die out. Well, my agency first one that I've heard about decided we no longer want to deal with that grant. So I was in the process of hiring. I even tried to get you to come down. I said, yeah, I got a job for you. I'm, I'm going to get you hired, you know, everything. Right. So I was in the process of, you know, working and everything was going good. You know, people was leaving the department, but I was making it work. All of a sudden they said, we're going to end the grant and We have to find all of you all jobs. At the time, I had a team of about like four people. Everybody and my end date was December 31st. Everybody was finding other positions. I was applying no hits. Um, The one person that interviewed me was like, well, you make too much for my position. And I had a vice president tell me, you know, go to where they can sustain your salary. Now, me thinking, I don't make a whole lot of money, but I said, okay. And I was getting nervous. December twenty-six, I interviewed, still waiting on a position. December twenty-seven, December 28th, I was like, oh, Lord, I ain't gonna have no job. You know, someone approached me. was like, okay, well, we can give you a job for six months, but it'd be over in June. I was like, I don't want a temporary job because my bills don't stop in six months. You know, I need something that's going to be long term. So I said, Okay, God, do you not know the very last week of December, like December 28th? And this was like when our company was on pretty much vacation. I uh, go back and the person I interviewed with, who's the clinical director, and I was like, you say you're gonna make a decision. I need to know something. You know, I don't have a job. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a to send you some information." So, I, as of January one, I became an administrative assistant for behavioral health uh, in my agency. Uh, it's a non for profit. So I'm I'm grateful for that because I even called my girl. I was like, "Oh, Alice, you gotta pray. Everybody everybody in my company got a job. I don't have one. I don't want to work the impatient 24/7 job but I was like if I have to I guess I need you know it's a job but I was able to get something and you know it's going well and, you know it's a learning process because even looking over the um job requirements I was like I don't know if I can do that I don't know if I can do that Alice kept saying excuse me <clears throat> girl you got it you got it calm down you do this all the time you know but there was no confidence in myself, you know? So I'ma tell anybody. It, it, it helps to have someone that's spiritually connected that you can tag team with that's gonna keep you going. And that's what Alice was for me. Cause I was like, oh, her and my sister was like, girl, don't worry about it. God gonna, God gonna work it out.
0: And you know what? So- and that was the thing that and we have to learn that there is elevation moments. And we get comfortable um, sometimes in the space that we're in. And God was trying to push you forward. And you was like, I don't think, okay, so this is where I play. I don't think I'm equipped. I don't think I have the ability. But everything is in us already, and we just don't know. So I said, girl, what you don't know, I was like, Google it. YouTube it. Do what you got to do. My best friend. My best friend. You rose up to it though. God gave you what you needed and you you you're like you're
1: like said. I told girl, I need your job. God has given me favor though. And and yes. I, and, and that's something that you can't buy. All and and I began to look back over and, and I do see that and acknowledge that. I have had favor with all my positions. And because when I started off, it was like I had this boss someone asked the question are you all dating i was like what why you ask me that <laughs> because you get away with everything you do what you want to do i was like no. favor god's favor is amazing I said, it's not fair but it sure is fabulous right it is it is so so i was like i don't think i can ever get a better supervisor right <sighs> lo and behold god worked again because my next supervisor was uh, African American female, but she was saved. I'm like, okay, go God. I was like, okay, go Jesus, go Jesus. You're working <laughs> this out, right? And then, so now our supervisor, she is very complimentary, right? And it was to the point of I didn't know how to take compliments because yeah. she would say something, and I was like, Are you being facetious? You know, what are you saying? I asked somebody else. I'm like, why why she keep, keep saying, you know, oh, I'm doing thank a good you. job or thank you. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm not used to hearing that, right?
0: Learning how to be appreciated for <laughs> what you do. And that's something God wanted you to also learn in this occup in this career is to be like, okay, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity um to be able to do this so that's what she does so she has an amazing job i told her you have a cushion job now let me let me explain <laughs> a lot on her job she does she has to micromanage several different um physicians and she micromanages them well um so but she i like girl but you i don't like the term micromanage
1: i don't like to micromanage because that seems so negative i just make sure things but are you- operating smoothly
0: No, you handle a lot because they will call you at the ninth hour and say, hey, Darina, we we need a meeting. And you've got to pull together a meeting at the last minute and you make it work. Or, hey, we're canceling the meeting and you got like 15 (laughs) minutes to send out a multi-mass saying, hey, no meeting. That's that's not minor, that's major. A lot of us probably would be scrambling, I know me, I'll be like, look, y'all gonna have to let me know an hour or two before. Don't come to me at fifteen minutes
1: telling about ain't no meeting. But so you do well at your job. You do well at but your. You no, know, this position yeah. is helping me learn a lot about different things, and a lot about myself. You know, it's yeah. helping me boost my confidence. So the next shift, I will be better prepared to adapt in that right. arena right so i was like because i i am learning a lot and you know and it's i actually can say i enjoy my job i really do
0: which is not many people can say that some days i don't know i ask i i pray about mine i love my job i love i love the <laughs> I work with. it can be high stress my job can be um it is it's high stress i deal with grief i deal with death all the time so my job is a very high stressful job but i ain't gonna tell nobody about all that because is, is high stress. So we now, so you guys know what what my girlfriend does for a living. So now we're gonna get down to the the meat of the this podcast. So, okay. like I was saying, so I went from single to married, and so Dorena knew um, my late husband before I do. They actually, um, her parents and my late husband's parents were were best friends. So they, they kind of grew up together. And so that's where, um, I met Dorina through my, uh, my husband, Christopher. And, um, you know, I knew her, knew, know her, knew her for years, but we didn't really get really close until after, uh, my husband passed. And that was for a reason. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that later on, but, but God. that, was huh?
1: I said, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to
0: talk about that because she wanted to, y'all, she wanted to dump me. <laughs> I, <laughs> she I wanted, tried. She free wanted, time. She wanted free to free kick my, my booty to the curb. Because, <laughs> y'all, I was not in a good space. We're going to talk. We're going to just go ahead and talk about it. I was not in a good space. And so she was calling. She was leaving messages. And I was like, I'm going to call her back. And then I was like, no, I'm not. But you know what? And it took months. And I, it wasn't like, days or weeks. It took months, but she didn't quit. And that speaks- That was God.
1: That was God.
0: But that tells you when um, God has meant something to be, because he'll push the person like, I know you want to quit, but I don't want you to throw in the towel just yet. So I thank you for that. I Thank you for not throwing in the towel, because there was a time where I needed, there, there came a time when I needed somebody that I could talk to And i knew that they were going to be transparent with me and they were going to be real with me and then that i felt comfortable enough to be able to say how i feel how i felt and not be judged on how i felt or thinking oh girl you ain't say you can't and that's not how how she came to me that's not what she presented to me so it made made the journey a little easy, so she doesn't see me, y'all. She doesn't see me on the roller coaster, and because she was concerned, she came to Chicago, she came from Chicago to here, to where I lived, and she spent the day because she's like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get my girl, and she spent the day with me and her nieces because that that is my sister, but she we talk about everything, <laughs> and she's laughing because we talk about everything from spiritual spiritually things to natural things. And, um, and I have a whole lot of people that I could talk about the spiritual things, but there's very few people and I can take one hand, probably two fingers that I can talk about the natural part of life and how to navigate through that. Still saying, still say, staying saved. Cause y'all, Single and same ain't no joke. Definitely not. It is a straight up war. <laughs> it's like a boxing match to stay single and stay safe. And you really have to have a made up mind. And okay, so we're gonna talk about this. Okay, so we had this. <laughs> we had so so we had this um this conversation a few months ago. And uh, so, on Driven and Purpose Facebook page. So y'all need to go. Make sure um, those that are watching go to the Driven and Purpose Facebook page. Make sure you follow, like, and share. But um, on there is going to be some merch that's going to be coming up, and one of the shirts is going to say "Shut Up, Bevel," <laughs> because it was a uh, it was it was what a few months ago, a month, a little bit over a month ago, I think. Uh, me, like I said, we talk every day, and um, so my oldest daughter was in the car. We was driving, and the enemy was talking to me. He was talking a bunch of smack, just a bunch of junk. And so I do, and I think most of and Darina could contest to this because we're in the same boat at this part. We, we want to be married again. I want to be married again, and she wants to be married because but she's never friend. had an opportunity. <laughs> She's never had that, that opportunity to be married. And that's one thing that we do talk about. Um, that's one thing that we do pray about um, when we're, when we're pr- in our prayer life and when we're talking. So there was a particular conversation the enemy was trying to have with me, but I wouldn't have it with him. And he was telling me how, and this is what a lot of us face as single individuals. I won't even say women, but single individuals about waiting, being patient, not being desperate not settling and so the enemy had told me in the car that i was going to get tired of waiting that i was going to just settle for whatever came and so my words to the devils was shut up satan you ain't got no business talking to me and so in that moment two minutes later guess who calls me (laughs) my good friend my sister darina called me and let me tell you how connected we are so the enemy talked to me by that way but she has a whole another story and she be cracking me up because I be asking her I said girl where are all these where are all these men be coming from because they don't be coming for me they don't be hollering at me I'm like what's the deal yo and she when she calls me so we're talking for real y'all well, this is this is come on let's talk about it so she was like so and we won't mention names because we're not because I don't even remember the names. so that's so
1: that's so, why I don't say names
0: so she, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she was like X I'm gonna call him X I'm gonna call him Y and I'm gonna call him Z I said can I get an O <laughs>
1: <laughs> no we're not about to play hangman or will of fortune
0: <laughs> she said, "Give me a letter. Just give me a letter." And that's no, But I don't want just a letter. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. But no. Right. And so I was like, "But then I, I said, "Girl." And for uh, and for a while, when she was telling me this in the beginning of my my recovery, coming out of the the why me mode. And so, in that process of me saying, you know, so in the beginning, Dorina could to this. It probably was what. 3 years after Chris had passed, I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to be married." And I heard Doreen in her in her head. She didn't say it out loud right then and there, <laughs> but I heard her in the, in the spiritual realm okay. say she wanted "You're not ready. You are so not ready. You're not. You're not." And I was like, "I'm ready. I'm ready." And she was like, and finally she said it out, "You are not ready to be married." I was like, "Man." And so then I was like, "I I you got all these men hollering at you. I, I can't even get one, but I was, but what I was putting off was come near me and I'm gonna slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> That's what I was radiating out. So nobody was gonna even approach me anyway. Cause I, I was looking like, come on, say something to me. I want you to say something to me. So I wasn't ready. So my lips said it, but my heart was so far from it. So she was saying all that. So a conversation, a month or a month and a half ago, she's like, girl, you never guess what happened. You never guess who called me. And I was like, cool. So I'm gonna let you take the story. And I don't remember telling. which
1: one this is. Who are you talking this is about? When,
0: this is when somebody called you and said, hey, let's have a committed relationship leading toward marriage. And you said, I don't even like him.
1: Oh, OK. OK.
0: <laughs> look, look, y'all, look. Look! Did y'all hear? It? She said, "Oh, which one? <laughs> which one?" I, see what I say? Which one? But the thing is, that, but the thing is, and I want y'all to understand what before she starts saying. When she says which one, but she stood her, she stood her ground, and that's what I want you to understand. So we're not just saying this to be saying this. She stood her ground, even though all these individuals was coming into her circle. One thing she did, she stood. Her ground because she made a declaration and she told me that she said, Lord, I'm not gonna go back. I'm not changing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay the course. And she goes, she she said this prayer, and I told her it didn't work for me. (laughs) But I'm gonna let you tell them what the prayer is,
1: and it didn't work for me because I prayed and it didn't work. Well, the the prayer I prayed was you have to, if I'm going to live for you and I'm gonna do this right. You're gonna have to take this sexual desire away, point point blank. Period. Mm-hmm. I said because the flesh rises up. I never, I never forget. I was talking to a pastor at the time, and he was like, "Why you pray that prayer? Don't pray that prayer." I was like, "No, I know what I'm praying." <laughs> I said because I don't want to get in a situation and have my legs over my head and I'd be in trouble. I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me calm <laughs> down. I was like your feet on the flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. I was like, okay, God, you're gonna have to take the desire your way because yeah. I I can't live for you and have and deal with this flesh thing. Mm-hmm. And then the one that called me a little while ago, he I told him from the beginning, from the beginning, and th- when I say from the beginning we keep in contact you know he's uh another i'm gonna say minister in the gospel i'm not gonna tell the title because it people who know know okay yeah he's a man in the gospel right so um he um uh, was one of the ones that made the phone call and was talking about no, his this relationship message. you know and i'm just like I told you from jump, I'm gonna be very honest, you are not the one. And when I started talking to him, I heard just as clear, he's not the one. Even when, you know, the other one didn't work out, like he's not the one. And it was so many things that wasn't right with the situation. And my nephews talk about me. They was like, "Auntie, you, 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 you just too much." You know. I was like, "No, I'm a, I'm a keep it real. I ain't sleeping with nobody." You know. So right. You know, at the time, with no ring on my finger. So.
0: And no. So I was rose like, in okay, fine. Face.
1: So I was like, okay. So he was like, "I've gotten comfortable with you. You know, I can talk to you about anything." I was like, okay. That don't mean we should be married. And he was like, you know what? You, you, you really have a way of just hurting my feelings. I was like, I'm gonna I'm be honest. I said, right. I, and I said, I'm not gonna settle, you know. And sort of like your conversation, I was like, if I was gonna settle, I couldn't settle with him because there was some things that was out of place. But I was like, man he, he ain't even a good settling person but you know he has a couple of things working for him but you know he's good to talk to you know he gave me good hugs you know we can sit up there and watch movies but you know it, it's not clicking yeah it wasn't clicking and it, then so... <laughs> i had another one and it was like back to back well it was back to back to back because one was a ex. I ain't gonna say relationship because if, if you know, you know. Um there was one who was like if I win this money tonight, because the lottery had got up, right? Would you marry me? And I was like gambling on that. Uh, I was like, first of all, money does not make you happy. It and does not. we had been, you know, we go way back, way back. Over 20 years back. And I was like, um, why would I marry you? And he said, It's not for you, it's for me to keep the other females away. I was like, um, nah, can't do that. Okay, so don't you want to know why? So how does that work?
0: If he if he (coughs) if he he, he use you as a shield,
1: well Jesus should be your shield, baby. Let Jesus be your shield. I guess he was trying to say women come out the woodwork if, if you have money, so he'll make sure I'm okay. So he ain't gotta deal with the other women. I was like, nah, cause money ain't gonna make you happy. And if I was gonna settle, I would have settled 20 years ago. <laughs> I, I'm not about to settle right now. Not with you. Yeah, I'm I'm being honest, and my girl's raw, trying... so y'all gotta take it. Take it. And, and, and you going. know, and I'm and I'm trying to put this out there for the Christian people. You know because I what she wanted to say she ain't saying <laughs> and then um wanna... and then I said don't you want to know why I won't marry you and he was like no nah, not really I said see that's the sign of immaturity you should know I said I'm gonna tell you anyway I said first of all you mean you just darn right mean I said and you could use the saving but you know I said you, you you're just mean right so he was first and then the other man was next and then the same person came back again was like you sure you don't want to marry me uh, and this was like a period of time later i was like no i'm not marrying you and i was like god if 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 I'm, if I'm gonna settle can you at least give me some good prospects so <laughs> but then- the thing
0: was this but the thing was this and this is the thing we and this is where we're gonna get so we gotta know the difference between when it's the enemy and when it's the lord and we talk well, about this
1: see now let me, let me say this now <laughs> so i don't get in no trouble um in the midst of all of this someone was introduced to me and we began to talk mm-hmm. okay and i was so sure maybe because it was in my I, because I wanted to be married. I was like, okay. It's like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, okay, this might be the one, this might be the one. Right. And then You know, I'm praying all along. Right. Cause my prayer in the beginning is God show me who this person is. Show me the reason or the season, you know, show me, cause I don't want to invest right. too much time. So this person, was introduced to me, and you know we start, you know, to get close to the, like, oh, okay, this 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 might be the one, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like all hell started to break loose. So I'm talking to someone, but it's in a idling position, you know, it's right. it's, it's no movement. So I'm like, okay, God, let me step back and let you take over because obviously I'm not doing something right. Um, And I wanted to say that because I I didn't want to get in no trouble, too much trouble, right?
0: (laughs) So this is where we talk about, and I think I told you about this, about our picker being broke. It's not our jobs. And I know that we as women, we want to help God pick who we want. And, but it's not our jobs to pick. And the thing is this, is we trust God to give us what is best for us. And knowing the difference to what, when God is sending it, and when it's being, when the enemy is sending it as a distraction from us walking in our purpose. And I know we talk about, we we talk about this in extent, me mm-hmm. and you do. And when we talk about, okay, when number when the one that we talked about that called you on the phone right after I had what well, when you called me right after I told the devil to shut up, and that was a conversation we had had. I want to say the day before talking about how you know we're really ready for for our mates and and you know Lord, what do we need to do different? And I think we even talked about do we need to pray about it? Do we need to seek God about it? And then all of a sudden that very next day, I get the enemy trying to give me a conversation. Now he presents it to me in a conversation but he presented it to you on a phone call. I was like it, and it, I think we and we and we talk about not letting and we do and and I want people to understand we we do desire to be married but we don't want it to be a distraction from where God is trying to send us and that's what this 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 um this particular podcast is about what we talk about let's talk about it for real about not allowing our desires to overshadow what God wants for us and it can be a it can be a fight. So I'm not telling you something because I was at a point and Durina can tell you that she can she can testify to this. There was a point where it was almost consuming for me. Because I wanted to be married. I didn't want to be by myself. I didn't want to do it on my own. I was like I I, I want so, and the thing is this I was doing good by myself it's not that i wasn't but i wanted i wanted a companion but i wanted more than just a companion i wanted that husband and i got a definition for husband and people be thinking i'd be playing around provider protector covering companion shelter your 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 strong top all of that and i told him i don't want an acquaintance and I don't want just a companion because you can have a, and no, y'all don't take this wrong because I don't mean no friend. And my girlfriend has a dog. A dog can be a companion, he can sit with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want just that. I don't want just a friend because I can have a whole lot of friends. So a husband has a different definition. I wanted the whole package, but I'm not willing to just settle for anything. And my girlfriend said something that had me in tears. She said, "If the enemy is going to present something to you, and it, it is a a counterfeit, or it is a what word did you use? You didn't use counterfeit. What words that was that you used? You used imitation. Know, is that what you use? I
1: don't know.
0: Maybe did you say imitation. You said it wasn't even a good imitation. You said if it's going to be a Gucci, at least make look it like a, a Gucci. Yeah, make it a Lucci, a Muchi or something." Yeah, but you didn't even make it look like. So, my thing is, when the enemy presents something to you, it ought to look good. But if, and then if it does look good, if you just wait a little bit, it'll start looking like it what it is. When it looked like gold, don't mean it's always gold. It does not always shining. And sometimes we get caught up in what we want that we lose focus and we end up in a situation or in a relationship that God never intended us in. And it becomes toxic and it pushes us off our purpose and it pushes away from God and not to God. And I know there was this one particular relationship that I had, and this is before I got married. So y'all <laughs> look at you. This is before I got married. You should see my crew, one of them pushed pushes glasses down. So this is before I got married. OK, so. Before before I even got married before um, Chris ever proposed to me. Um, Me and and Chris started off as best friends. And Darina knows that. That's where we were for years. Now, mind you, I was in love with Chris way before we ever got married. Um, And now, mind you, I had young men that approached me. But I was in a different level, a different path. And so my mind was on a different thing. But when I saw Chris, first of all, I didn't like him. When I first met him I didn't cuz I thought he was arrogant, thought he was stuck up. But it wasn't. He was just he was just shy. And so he didn't talk a lot unless he knew you. And so when I sung, when I started to sing, singing that broke the ice. He was like, "Man, she can sing." So then he wanted to have a conversation with me. So, um now I didn't I did it was probably 2 years later before I found like, "Oh my gosh, I think I like this man. But before that, well during that time that I thought, so another man approached me. So that's what I'm getting to. Another man approached me. He was going to say his name. But he was a person of substance. He had he had everything probably a woman would have wanted in a husband. He had the money. He had the house, he had the fine car, he knew how to talk, he carried himself well. He had all the package and he talked about how, what he was going to do for me and all this other stuff. But one, prop, one problem I had with him, he told me, he said, I have God in my own way.
1: Mm. So
0: I was like, "How? what do you mean you have God in your own way? Yeah,
1: what does that mean?
0: <laughs> he couldn't explain it to me. So that was like, okay, I make a choice. But he told me, you can go, you can go do what you want in ministry. You can go to church when you go. I'll even go with you sometimes. So I had a choice do I settle for what looks like gold? Or do I say no? And this is the choice that I had to make. And when I say the bro
1: was fine,
0: the bread
1: was fine. Now, see, that's good God gave that to you. And that wasn't my test. Because I might have failed that test. I might have been like, okay, it may not be 14 or 18 karat gold. But, it, you know, if it's called like that white gold or, it, or like gold-plated. If it's gold-plated and it ain't going to tarnish too quick, I can spray it and make it work for me. Uh, yeah, that, that might actually work for me. So, crazy. You know, that's good that wasn't my test because I'd be like. Oh, okay, God, you know, I can pray on him and, you know, <laughs> Lord willing, you know, he'll go and accept you, you know, for real, for real, you know, long as he got a Bible and he, you know, he on the road, you know, we can work with that salvation thing. <laughs> that was, that was, that was back in the day, y'all. That was back in the day. I, I'm a little bit more mature now, but you know, I'm just saying that was back in the day because I, I need a man that's going to be on fire for God, for real. Yeah, I, I can't, and that's, I'm, I'm and too old to have somebody hair stepping (laughs) at this point but and see that's it and
0: so i had to make a choice and i chose no i chose to know to know to know to know and it wasn't like it i think people think that um oh she just no i had men approaching me i did i just chose which i had i had a and people maybe say my standards are too high i don't think holiness is too high I don't think righteousness is too high. I think it's, I, it's, it's God's only standard. And I think that when he is a godly man and has a heart after God and his first desire, then y'all hear me well, his first desire is to please God, then he'll know how to take care of his wife. Then he'll know how to take care of his family. And then he'll be faithful to that. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, I ain't gonna deal with no cheaters. I ain't dealing with that. Now that's me. I don't think I, I. I said, Lord, I don't know if I could forgive if he would if he would dishonor that. So I, I, I don't know if I could deal with that. So in that, I was like, no, because you can tell me you'll go, but what what will happen if at that time that I want to go minister and you tell me no, I can't go? Well, my job is to honor my husband because I believe in living according to the word. So since I chose to marry him. And he don't want me to go so that means i don't go so i chose no i had an opportunity to, to date an nfl player i said no sorry, <laughs> no. not me because and he was and i said lord can you bring me some saved men and i had one i i mean he wasn't mine yet that was chris but he was still but at the time he wasn't saved. So that's already another thing, you know, he was playing, anointed to play, but he wasn't saved. So my mind wasn't on, okay, I wanna date him because he ain't saved. So men were coming to my circle, but I'm like, can I get a saved one? Can I get a Holy Ghost-filled one? And I said, and I I think the enemy thought that I was hooked on the way you look. If If you have the love of God on the inside and he abiding in you, now, I'm going to be honest. I got to be able
1: to wake up to you. Uh, y'all,
0: y'all, can, y'all, can, yeah. y'all can throw shade on me if you won't. But I got to be able to turn over and not be scared in the middle of the night.
1: I don't put, put no paper bag o- over over your head either. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't want to be scared when I wake up
0: in the morning or, I, or not even got to wake up. I'm just turning over. And I don't want you to rub your feet
1: against me. And you don't take care of your feet, and they're cutting me. I don't. Want- well, you know what? Now, I'm gonna be honest. If that's the case, I'm gonna give you the best pedicure. Oh, I'm gonna send you out for a pedicure because you know sometimes, depending on your stature, it's kind of hard to get take care of your feet, right? Yeah, that's true. So. So I'm going to make sure you have a pedicure. That's true. I hear yeah. So that way you're not going to be cutting and scratching on me and leaving <laughs> stuff in the bed, you know, residue. But yeah. um, See, God know how to test you. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, see, somebody fine ain't going to get it for me. That's I not mean, true. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is I'm not you know impressed by looks and i don't think and see that's the thing i think the enemy thought that's what i was looking for and then so you can't was- even have a uh a, a, a too famous job like i couldn't do a pro player because i have trust issues so that would never work because you know i'll so- i'll be in the corner stalking you with my what who like who you with now you know, but you know, I, I, no, I I can't do that. I'm still it's trying lot to people, be yes, saved lot. I ain't trying to go to jail. So, you know, that's okay.
0: <laughs> and so that thing, a lot of people think that I, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, that I'm like, oh, she's so holy. No, I'm not. I, I tell people all the time, I walk around in a fleshly vessel. I tell, I tell the ministry all the time where I minister at, I said, y'all, I'm not dead. I said, I am yet alive. I, I, I am I am God created us in a certain way. He created us as, and I don't and, and so y'all take I'ma say it, but y'all I'll explain it. He made us sexual beings. He did, but he made it to be in the confines of marriage and not a um, outside of marriage. I don't say it like that, but I'm gonna keep it clean.
1: Okay, he made
0: it in the confines of marriage, and so. When you're not married, so I'm going to take it from me, and then you all let you pick up. So when I was single, I don't know nothing about, so transparent. When I got married, I was a virgin. Didn't have a relationship outside of my husband, and have not since he passed. So before I got married, I didn't deal with the the flesh like that now every now and then it would rise but i was like but i didn't deal with that because i didn't have any i i had never had a i never made love so i didn't have that issue but when i got married y'all i had i think i wanted it more than my husband did i probably wore his tail i did i (laughs) wanted
1: Have mercy, well, the marriage people. mail
0: is underfoul. So you know, hey, I so so. I was like, and they was like, when you get pregnant, you don't really want it. That wasn't me. I would like that. So when I went from single, I was good to married, got it whenever I wanted it. To now, you got to sustain again. I'm like, hold on, Lord, you don't put me from single. To marry, having a relationship with my husband to now you ain't got, you can't do it no more. You done put a stop. How am I supposed to handle that? And so what I got was pray fast, pray fast, study your word, take cold showers. That don't always work. So what do you?
1: <laughs>
0: so what do you do when you're, when you wanna jump? And so I'm being transparent. So I called Dorina and I'd be like, "Girl, I want to jump out of my skin. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump out of my skin." And so, so you gotta have somebody that you can talk to when you're in those moments because if you stay
1: there, it's gonna lead you into a bad place. Yes, Lord. Not trying to be <laughs> tempted. Not trying to be tempted.
0: And you and you have to fight. So, so for me, it was it was a. And have I made it over? I'm better. I'm so much better. But God gave me driven and purpose as a, as a, as a. How would I say this? And I want to say a distraction because it's not a distraction, because it's causing me to um, move forward in, in my purpose. But what, he ca- what it does is it, it takes my mind off of that. So my mind is not always focused on that,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: driven does take, driven to ministry, my children take up a uh, majority of my time. Mm-hmm. But in those late midnight hours, Jesus, when you wake up out to sleep, And nobody next to you. I had to get out the bed. and I go walk around the house. And I was like, oh, keep it together. Keep it together. So going from here to middle, and it's almost like starting over again. Do you know what I mean? Going from a single life to a married life, back to a single life. I don't know how women... Well, yes, I do because I'm doing it now. But it not every day it's a struggle, but some days and sometimes it's weeks that I struggle. But I fight. I fight. I, I make sure that, but I and it wasn't always like that. Being transparent. It wasn't always like that. But learning to find other distractions that you can until you and I'ma be honest. And we're going to be transparent. We know that God made us like this. He did. Mm -hmm. He created us like that. And as hard and not me and Doreen are laughing about this, as hard as I pray, Lord, would you just take it from me? Because you ain't letting me use it. And since I can't use it, shut it down. (laughs) Put it on the lockdown, Jesus. Just do it. But that didn't work for me. I, I cried. I cried so hard. I said, Lord, if you would just Just take it because I ain't using it and it don't look like I'm gonna use it. So you might as well just take it from me and let me be free. But he didn't do that. So I have, so I talk to Doreen a lot. I do. I talk to her a lot and I talk about the places that I am in at that moment. And I said, Girl, talk, 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 talk to me. And I'll tell, in a minute, I'll be like, Talk me off the cliff. Taught me off the mountain. Now I ain't gonna fall over the mountain, y'all. I ain't because I've been saved too long. And I'm gonna tell, and I tell, her all the time. I'm not going to drop my salvation for a two minute thing. It may last three. I don't remember because it
1: was so long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just lasts. Well, I can see how long it lasts.
1: Oh God. When well, I'm
0: not gonna drop my salvation. Salvation. But that, that one, then you got to go back. And it took too long. And I and I think about it. It took too long for me to get here, to get to this space. But I don't want to, and I tell you all this time, I don't want to ever settle just because I don't think I can maintain. So I tell the Lord all the time, if you want me to stay in this realm, in this spiritual realm, I need you to send and I'm gonna be honest. I people be talking about Boaz. Send me my Boaz. That was not Bozo. <laughs> not that was.
1: <laughs> Don't want the Bozo, but you know. But that yeah. was that was
0: that was for her. That that Boaz was for her. I, I want what you got for me, and I and 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 I know she, you know, but I want him to give me what he desires for me to have, because. Whenever he sends him, and I believe God got somebody for me. I do. I believe that without a shadow of a doubt. I believe that he has somebody, but it's timing. It's timing and it's a place mm-hmm. in the journey. And there's things that he had to do in me and is still doing for him to even come into my circle because you know I would cut you. I'll cut you from the Rudy.
1: To the I'm team. glad I'm the nice one.
0: You nice. You just told somebody you don't like him. And I was just being you know, honest. <laughs> you oh,
1: said that's the difference now don't 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 misunderstand what i'm saying being honest is one thing but if i tell somebody that you're mean that means
0: you there's a whole
1: disposition that. that you need it's to not you know right. lining now, up you, to anything now do you think okay
0: do you think that God gives us and i already know the
1: answer to this gives us signs and signals that that's that's not it of course he does of course he does i believe that within every with that every fiber within me i believe that and, and i think the- i'm just grateful that for one way or another um i can't ignore all the red flags i mean yeah. it was to the point i was engaged once and i literally walked in and caught him in bed with somebody else. Now, you would think anybody with any type of sense would say, my bad, I'm sorry. What can I do to make this up to you, right? His thing was, oh, I shouldn't have gave you a key and I want to know if you're going to act a fool. and Do I need to call the cops? I was like, you such an idiot. I mean, you the cop. You can have your key back, and I, then I'm. I mean, you know, it's. I mean, that's one red flag you can't ignore. You know right. what I'm mean? saying? So, thank goodness, um, I've gotten some pretty obvious red flags with uh my my child's father. Um, we we were talking, and you know. I was young then. I, I thought, okay, we we gonna get married, whatever. Why he have a whole baby on me? A, a whole baby. So I was like, and and that was one time I I, I did go back because after I was engaged and my my love story is so convoluted. So I was with my child's father. <laughs> then he had a whole child on me. Then I went to uh, start talking to the guy I was engaged to. Then I caught him in bed, then went back to my child's father. And later on in life, that's when he became my child's father, right? But um, I I, I was like, okay. It it got to the point where literally you cannot ignore Ignore. the red flags.
0: Right, now do you think in those relationships, it kept you from where you were going.
1: Of course, it did. Because it was a detour. It was a distraction. Every step I made toward my purpose, toward what I was supposed to be doing, anytime, and let's, let's call a spade a spade, when I fell off into sin, I fell face first. I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'ma marry him, you know, might as well see what he's working with, you know. Right. <laughs> but it came at a cost. Yeah. It it came at a cost of my self-esteem. It came at a cost to um my growth with with God. It 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 oh, I paid dearly for 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 those to the point where I was like, the next person I'm sleeping with is gonna, is gonna be my husband. And that's yeah. when I was like. Okay, God, you gotta take this away. If I'm a Wright, you gotta take it away, because yeah. I'm tired of these knuckleheads. It ain't got nothing going on, but what's below the waist, and they can't even do that right. So I'm gonna need you to do something for real, because you yeah. know, because yeah. I was like, you know, I, I can <laughs> find something else, you know, to to satisfy me if that's all I got to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the truth. And I think that's where a lot of us mess up because we decide, you know what, I'm just going to settle for whatever comes my direction. But they don't understand in the settling for whatever, you don't know what's going to happen. Will they allow you to continue to do what you're supposed to do in God? And then not only that, when we said, I just want to be with somebody, and we say just for that moment, and like you talked about, just for that moment took me in a different. It it, it was a detour, and that detour caused it. Not, and we know when we take a detour, when we take a natural detour,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: causes us to lose some time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same way in in our spiritual life, when we allow these to, And the thing is, the Lord is sending up flags because I we we mm-hmm. one person that you dated. I told you, girl, I see red flags. <laughs> all on the play, <coughs> and I said, "Girl, don't do it." And 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 I and I want. Well, I didn't say, "Girl, don't do it." It took me a little time before I said, "Girl, don't do it." All I could say was, "Girl, the red flags. I see red flags all over the play." Come on, come on, come on. But finally, when it when you came to yourself, I was like, "Lord, I need you to shake her." When you said, "Girl, I can't do this. I, I can't. I cannot do this because it it it's." it's not healthy, it's not healthy for me. And I wanted you to know how God has something so much better for you. And when you look and you can chime in, when you look at a potential spouse, if he comes into your circle or comes into your space and you look at him, this is the first thing I say, how do we look at, how do we look together in ministry? How do we go together in ministry? And if you can't answer that, he probably not the one. Because if you say you saved, and he say he thinking about it, or yes, he is. But he, if you can't come together in ministry, I don't ever, ever plan on going to church. He and one, one church, I'm at another church. ain't never happening. Ain't going to never happen. He take one car. I take another car. No, we're going to go to church together. It ain't gonna be no. It ain't gonna be no battleship. It's gonna be fellowship. We are gonna be the same fellas in one ship, <laughs> going the same direction. Our ministry has to be able to flow together because we can't. It, it's too much of a friction if we try to go. I don't ever want to be in a ministry and we fighting at home, and I gotta try to come and I gotta cause, you know, I, I preach. I gotta get in the pulpit. I can't be at home. And he argued with me, then I gotta come in the pulpit. That I, I ain't gonna do that. I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna do that. So how does your ministry flow together, especially with driven and purpose? If he's coming, will he be, will he say, I'm with you on driven and purpose? Or will he say, No, I don't want you doing that? So you have to look at all of that together when you're going into a committed relationship to where you say, okay. I want to marry you how does your children fit in the equ- equation it, are they going to be comfortable with him is he going to be are they going to become he going to be comfortable with them is he going to see them as his mm-hmm. how does all that look when you because i got three you got one and they're never going to go nowhere unless the lord take them home they're with they're part of us yeah and so he has to be part of the family as a unit. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, when you send them, I want people to look at my girls and can't tell that that's not their biological father. That's how close and tight I, I want them to be. And they be like, oh man, you got three beautiful girls. And not be like, oh, are those your stepchildren? Because sometimes you can tell when they got, when they step.
1: God forbid.
0: And so you have to look at, oh, well, so when you're, God and I don't think, and people are probably gonna say no, I don't think there's wrong with anything wrong with asking God for a mate. The Bible says we have not because we ask not.
1: I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna need a um GPS, a little air tag on my um blessing, like um, where is he? Is this the one? Because I know you sending somebody, you know, you know, the, the one right here in front of me, is that the one? You know the one over here. That would be
0: too easy. That's, that's, that would be too easy. I wish she would. It would be I, amazing if it, I could say, I "Lord, because so let me tell you about my brother. My brother, my brother, Pastor Tony, and this this makes me a little frustrated, y'all. I'm gonna be honest. This makes me a little frustrated. My brother, Pastor Tony, the Lord showed him what his wife knew that she was going to be a woman of color, but not black." But knew that she was a woman of color i was like lord you ain't even got to tell i don't even got to know what color just show me something show me his hands show me his <laughs> feet show me his back show me girl i was saying all that i said can can i
1: see the top of his head the back of his head show me an earlobe so but you know me. what let me say this now i said that too. god show me something and the thing about that god showed me something years ago years ago to the point of i couldn't see a face i saw him in a position in the church and i saw myself in the church so my struggle came with every time that i was like in a space with okay is this the, the one? one in the ministry? Right, right. I'm like, okay. Is this the one? You know, he kind of fit the description because it was a like a veil, like a screen, like like a, right. a projector screen that comes down. It was covering him, so I only saw a silhouette. So that was almost a distraction for you. So I was like, you know, at this point, I'm just like, okay. So my prayer now is, okay, show me the reason or the season. You know, what's your yeah what's the point? What purpose are you gonna serve serving my life? So you know, you know what that that that
0: helps me. So I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna stop asking them to show me a hand, a foot, because I'm gonna be looking at everybody's hands. <laughs> I'm asking, can you take off your shoes so I can see your feet? We you ain't gonna do all that. Turn around so I can see the back of your head. No. So I, I and that's the thing, Lord. What is the season? What is the time? What place do I need to be in? Because I believe that is it's part of the journey. I believe when we get to a certain part or a certain season, he'll come. I'm like, Lord, is it fall, winter? And I don't necessarily, it may not even be um, a time of the year, but a season of your life when he has finished doing what he needed to do in us because there is things that he's completing. And we talk about this all the time. Stepping into purpose is one thing. Being driven in it. Fulfilling what God has to do. Because I know the Lord told me this he said he'll find you while you are working while you are doing what I've told you to do. He'll find you. So I was like, okay. So then my thing was like, Lord, I want to work. And the more I said, I want to work, the more I wasn't doing nothing. But when I stopped saying that and my focus changed to, okay, God, what do you want me to do? What are you, what is your plan for me? And then the Lord said, radio and i told you about this and you remember where i was trying to figure out how to get on radio mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know anybody. and then when it says the young people was like do a podcast do a podcast the lord said that's what i'm talking about and he had told me before he told me radio he told me driven and purpose i didn't know what he was saying then but now i know that this is a space to where we share how to find and how to avoid distractions that not just the spiritual, but the the natural life, the desires of wanting to be married, the desires of wanting to have children, all of that, don't let that detour you from what God is trying to send you. Because if you find out what God wants you to do, all that stuff will happen in God's timing. But as long as you're not fulfilling what God has for you to do, how is he supposed to do what he needs to do? And that's what the Lord told me. Until you do what I need you to do, I cannot fulfill what I promised to do for you. Because there's a there's a part of the journey that I need you to get get you to, in order for them to come to you. So that's what it's about. It's about fulfilling our our purpose in God. And I, I'm I'm excited about it because I was like, if I can get Darina on here, because y'all, she don't like to talk a lot. She doesn't. She doesn't like to talk a lot. But God has some um, amazing things in store for her. He does, and she's finally said, "Okay, God, you heard her." She said,
1: "I'll do whatever you want me to do." I'm like, "Okay, I'm tired of fighting." Like, "Play your arms too short the to box with God." I said, "Okay." He was beating you up. Yeah, but you he know, was... but my thing was, I got used to saying no. No was yeah. my comfort zone. Yeah, because you know, you 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 can't not only be pushed, but I'm like, you know, if you say no, okay, I'm nice and comfortable. And that's my safety. That's my safety net. When you start saying, because we always think
0: we don't, we don't. Yeah. Because then you, the thing is this, we got to stop worrying about how other people, and this is me because I don't, how other people perceive me because I did at one time. How do people see me? How do people take me? And the the Lord is so the only person that you got to worry about how how I see you, how do I see you, and then concerned about can I am I equipped? And this is something that you I talked talk to you about. Everything that you need, a God has already placed in you. He's already given you the gifts. He's already He's already put um, everything that you need to do what He's told you to do. It's just Him sharpening it. It's just Him fine tuning it. But if you never, and this is for y'all listening on Facebook, if you never ever use it, you'll never fine tune it. It's like an instrument. If you let an instrument sit too long, a piano, a violin, a guitar, it'll go out of key. Even a drum set. After a while, when the temperature, y'all know about music, my my husband played, the temperature will change. If you don't tune those drum heads, they'll be off. Same way with our spiritual life. If we don't never use our gifts, if we don't never use our ability, how are we to sharpen them? How are they to get fine-tuned? So that's what I I said, Darina, I got something I need you to do. I said, the Lord said, come on, driven and purpose. And she was like, girl, I don't know about that.
1: I was like Moses. I was like, God, I don't speak very well. I'm like, God, what do I have to say? I, 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 I promise you, I fought tooth and nail. And I was just like... Why you want me on there? I'm like, nobody listens to me. I don't have an audience. You know, what do I have no, to say that's of any importance? And
0: see, that's what people think. People think that, and I mean, I think people think that um, I'm about, everybody's got to have a name. We all have a name. We do. And the biggest thing, God knows who we are. And that's my point. It's, it's being, able to, being able to tell everybody. And it's not about who you are. It's about whose you are. And that's the point so god has a plan for you he has a plan for me he has a plan for everybody it's just finding out what god has for you to do and so driven the purpose is about pushing people pushing people into the purpose letting them know that hey god does have a plan for your life he does he has purpose for you don't allow these little distractions to come and some of them are big distractions to come in your way to cause you to miss your opportunity with god and not fulfill your pur- purpose in him. Because if you do not do what God tell you to do and you leave this earth, well, baby, you missed the mark. And you have not fulfilled yeah. what God has told you to do. And that's, and, and you know, I told you this, you will be held accountable <coughs> for what you did not do. And God, you know, God has come and told you, this is what I want you to do. And you told him, no, you gotta face that. And I told him, well, you know what? Karina, come on. You got a whole lot to say on and 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 she didn't say everything she wanted because she's trying to keep it censored, y'all. She didn't say I'm everything trying. she wants to say.
1: But but let me tell you, say, let me just say this. For anyone who's struggling to be connected, to find their purpose. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go old school. Come on now. Connect. Connect. Get you a prayer partner, mm-hmm. get you. If, if you have a mother in the church that's willing to mentor you find somebody that's gonna impart in you you know give you some not only wisdom that's you know going to pray with you that's able to talk to you you know when you need because I'm telling you i I, I have a whole lot of prayer partners but and, and I say that because you know of the family that I'm in right I got a sister that I can say hey I, i'm I'm gonna need some prayer
0: Yes, but, you do.
1: But, but I don't talk to my sisters like I talk to Alice. So, Alice, I can be like, girl, let me tell you what's going on. This is why I need prayer. Oh, yeah. honey, this is what the devil did. I'm trying to do anyway. So, find that person that's gonna push you into your purpose. Yeah. Cause you know, Alice's not gonna let me be still. I'm. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. trying to take the back road. You know, just kind of. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm a good cheerleader. Like, hey, yeah, yeah but he wants she you to like, stop no, come cheer, on, cheer for God." But he
0: wants you to stop. <laughs> he wants every. He's trying to get people to stop being a, a, a spectator. Get into the car, y'all. Mm-hmm. Put on your seatbelt. Forward and, movement, and let's start moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what driven and purpose is about. It's about encouraging you, encouraging you in God to find your purpose, not just to find it, but then to be driven in it. Because once you're driven in it, 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 you won't stop. You'll keep going until God says, okay, now there's something else that I want you to do. And know that purpose is not just one thing. There's multiple things that God has for you to do. Just find it. So you guys, this is Driven in Purpose. I am so grateful that my best friend, Jorena Sams, this will not be the first time that you'll see her. She will be back on with us again. But um, make sure that you go to Driven and Purpose Facebook page. Make sure you follow it. Make sure you share. It. Tell all your friends, families to come and watch Driven and Purpose. We're trying to build kingdom. We're trying to remind everybody that God has a purpose. He has a plan for your life mm-hmm. and to remind you whose you are and know that God loves you. I'm Alice Robinson. This is Driven in Purpose. And like I always say, let's get it.
1: And let's That's go. Great. Good, Good night, night,
0: everybody. Good, Good night. night.
1: Love you guys.